a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. I got to be honest, I've interviewed a lot of different people in my career, but I never thought that I would actually get to talk to one of the Beach Boys. And yet here is that opportunity today. Mike Love of the Beach Boys coming to Utah to be uh, to play at the Deer Valley Music Festival with the Beach Boys on a Friday and Saturday. It's a treat for me to just be able to talk to you, Mike. I appreciate you taking some time. Well, thank you for having me, Andy. I mean, this, this is great to be able to get the word out about, you know, both Friday night and Saturday night with the orchestra uh, up on that beautiful mountain setting. It's, 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 it's our honor to be there. Well, and it'll be nice to be up where Park City is because it's going to be like 104 degrees down in the Salt Lake Valley. So getting up at a little higher elevation around sunset will make probably for the perfect temperature. It's going to be a beautiful night, I know. And it is. It's a beautiful setting. We've done it before at the orchestra, and it's been fantastic. And we've gotten friends from all the last 60 years or so that we've been coming to Salt Lake City. Do you know that we did a song called Salt Lake City on one of our albums back in the day? I did. I was actually going to say, I know that uh, Utah has always had a great love for the Beach Boys and that uh, there's uh, I mean, there was the song Salt Lake City. But I've also, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I heard a rumor that Barbara Ann was about a girl from Utah. I'm not sure about that, but I am sure that we wrote Fun, Fun, Fun on our way back out from doing a show the morning after doing a show at, at the Lagoon Amusement Park. We, we came up with the concept for fun, fun, fun. <laughs> that is, I just love that that is the truth. And I, my dad told me he went to one of your shows at Lagoon. Now I'm wondering if it was that particular show that he saw and then you guys wrote that song afterward. That would you know, that would be amazing. At one time, I think 63 and 64, we would do open the season, go come in the middle of the, uh, of the summer and close the season too at the Lagoon. It was fantastic. We were friends with the Freeds who owned the place and, and the radio station in town. We were slamming the heck out of our records. and We had such great times there. Do you remember a show? I, I have to ask you about this one. Legend has it that you guys did back-to-back shows for B, at BYU, I want to say in the late 70s, because Brian Wilson lit up a cigarette and as kind of a makeup for that, you guys did a show the next year. Is there any truth? Is that true? Yeah, we, we've done BYU and, and we've done a stadium of fire and actually uh, lit the, the uh, mountain on fire <laughs> for fire, you know, on the 4th of July. I think Steve Young was in attendance there, you know, very famous football player from from BYU. Oh, yeah. Well, so I... of athletic relatives, I, I got to say that my nephew, Kevin, who's now with Miami, was with uh, Cleveland he, after he spent a couple of years at Minnesota Timberwolves in basketball. He was one complete whole entire year at UCLA before he went to the NBA. <laughs> so, yeah, the sports and music in our family, it's been great. 
Well, it's a good combination. Well, another thing, uh, Mike, that we uh, talk about is uh, uh, I host a show called The Movie Show. And so I had a couple movie-related questions that I wanted to ask you. Just kind of shoot off the cuff and, and just see what you think. So, first of all, what would you consider to be, of all the documentaries and things about the Beach Boys, which one do you personally consider to be the most accurate or the one that, that you like the best? There's one, um, you know, two-night situation on the ABC years ago. I mean, John Stamos was involved in the in the production of it. And so that was about as close as, as anything has come to, you know, doing a documentary-style movie on the Beach Boys. But I don't think that the, the whole story has ever been told. It's, it's you know, a lot of people want to get into the Charlie Manson Association with my cousin Dennis and or my my cousin Brian's drug use and all that kind of stuff. And so but but the the true story about the Beach Boys is is my cousin Brian and I got together and wrote some great songs together which have lasted until this day and people still love to hear them. And you know, songs like California Girls and I Get Around and Fun 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 and Help Me Rhonda and Good Vibrations and Kokomo was uh 22 years after Good Vibrations, it went to number one, 1988. Can you believe that? I, I actually remember when that one hit number one. That was in the movie Cocktail, you know, the soundtrack for Cocktail movie with Tom Cruise. Now, here's another question. Of all the movies that have used Beach Boys songs, which is the one when you watch it you think, oh, that was perfect? Probably fifty first dates. It would, wouldn't it be nice, you know? And uh, the, 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 you know, this, the uh, lead actor was singing. Wouldn't it be nice, like cruising along on a boat? So that's pretty nice. But gee, we've had uh, you know so many great things like Jackie Chan and 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 uh, a couple of his movies. They were talking about California Girls, and they played California Girls in a couple of their movies. And then Shampoo, was, uh, wouldn't it be nice in it, way back in the 60s with Warren Beatty. And uh, just so many great movies. Uh, you know, uh, Good Morning Vietnam, uh, Robin Williams, uh, you know, mentioned a couple of our songs. And, and uh, oh, you know, American Graffiti had All Summer Long, one of our songs. And so we've been very fortunate to have our music placed in many a soundtrack. I will say the first time I ever saw, I ever heard the song "When I Grow Up to Be a Man" was in "Look Who's Talking." Oh, nice! Yeah. Anyway, we've been very blessed to, uh, for to have many of our songs included in soundtracks, and it's, I think it's kind of immortalized those songs and, and helped you know keep the Beach Boys alive in the in the minds and hearts of people. I was interested to see when I was watching part of the Beatles documentary, something I hadn't realized, although I'm sure you guys knew this, but uh, how much they talked about how they kept an eye on the Beach Boys and the influence that you had on them, which um, I just didn't, I, I thought, you know, different styles of music. I, I didn't realize that, uh, and of course I didn't know, but uh, I didn't realize groups kept an eye on each other like that back then. And I thought that was really neat to well, see yeah. that. Yeah, it was. We were competitors, that's for sure. I mean, they would do. Um, they did Revolver or something. We did Sergeant Pepper, and then they got it together and did, the, the, you know, um, the 
the magical mystery tour kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> so it was really a great competition. But we, it wasn't negative. It was it, it was like um, mutual appreciation, honestly. Well, sometimes the best stuff comes from somebody pushing you to be better. I mean, I think of, you know, since we were talking sports and basketball in particular, how Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, it was their rivalry with each other, which wasn't a hated rivalry. It was, I've got to, if he's this good, I've got to be that good or better. And it, what it gave all the, of us who watched it was some sublime stuff. You know, that, that is true in music as well. I mean, I remember one time an opening act on our tour was Buffalo Springfield with Stephen Stills and Neil Young, you know, being in that group. And they were amazing uh, live. They're from Canada and everything. And I remember telling my cousin Dennis, man, we better we better do good tonight. We, these guys are really great. Let's, let's do this, you know, really do as well as we possibly can. So, yeah, that another group or another actor or something, another another a sports player is going to make you want to bring your best game. I know that this is like probably an impossible question. What are some of, if you had to pick two of the songs you enjoy performing the most, or what What are your two favorite Beach Boys songs? I know it's like picking kids, but everybody knows that all you, you love all your kids equally. You just love some kids a little more equally than others, right? <laughs> Well, you know, people ask me all the time, what is my favorite song? I said, well, I have to ask my accountant. <laughs> That's a joke. Come on. It's a little corny joke. But um, Kokomo, which we mentioned earlier, by the way, at the, I'm at the airport in Reno heading up to Salt Lake. So <laughs> anyway, uh, it's only an hour and a half, so I'll make it on time. No problem. Oh, good. Anyway, Kokomo is the biggest sing-along of all of our songs. And we have some big ones. Help me Rhonda, everybody jumps in on the chorus and helps us out on that. And Fun Fun Fun's a big deal in California. Wish they all could be California girls. But I have to say good vibrations I'm probably most proud of in terms of the creativity of it at the time in the sixties is avant garde in the sixties and I think it still is avant garde. It's so unique and my cousin did a brilliant job on the track and I I, I came up with I'm picking up good vibrations. She gave me the excitations and I uh, wrote all the lyrics. So my cousin Carl sang lead and I came out on the chorus. So that's one of the most incredible and historic songs, I think, in rock music. What do you think is the Beach Boys' most underappreciated song? Um, that's hard to say. We've got a lot of album cuts, you know, that weren't maybe big hits. But our ballads, like The Warmth of the Sun, which is created in November of 1963, my cousin Brian and I wrote that, were awakened to the news that President Kennedy had been taken to the hospital the next morning. And so that is a beautiful ballad. And, and Surfer Girl is as well. And In My Room is a beauty. Uh, so I think maybe people know us for our more up-tempo songs, but some of those ballads are really, really pretty. Okay. See, this is the kind of stuff uh, that uh, I, I just eat this kind of stuff up. I love I love getting the insides of things like that. What would you say is uh, your best memory of playing a concert in Utah? What comes to mind? Well, I'll tell you, when we first played our first show, it was behind a curtain in, uh, at the Lagoon, and we were nervous because we had thought, 
oh, my goodness, all these kids are, you know, LDS, Mormons, and stuff like that. And, we're, and we, we had friends, and we actually played at, at uh, some, some Mormon get-togethers, you know, for youth nights and stuff. And, and um, so we were a little nervous. We thought the audience would be so conservative, but they were into it big time. When that curtain opened and we started our music, I mean, it was just like Southern California. And couldn't help but notice there was a lot of cute girls there. <laughs> <laughs> so we were immediately uh, big fans of, of Salt Lake City. <laughs> That's so I'm guessing it's probably a little more difficult to get you guys to play ward activities again now. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll be we'll be playing our uh, most of our hits. I would say Friday and Saturday. So what tonight and tomorrow? <laughs> Friday and so Saturday. Come on out. That would be outstanding. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the coverage. I'm looking forward to hearing the great reports of everybody listening to hear the Beach Boys themselves in person uh, up at Deer Valley for the uh, um, Deer Valley Music Festival. Mike Love, I sure appreciate you taking some time to chat with me today. I really am. Ah, well, I appreciate you getting the word out and nice talking to you. And we got a little uh, got a little bit into it, didn't we? <laughs> so that's, that's, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.